Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip hop. I am Wood. Made daily with organic, farm to table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. Hot Boy Summer in full effect. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> I mean, we do have to fight. Well, I, I'm not outside like that. So, but I feel like, yeah, as a as a ex as an emeritus member of the clan, yeah, we gotta fight back. Cause yeah, not emeritus member. That's that, that's morbid. <laughs> my jersey's in the rafters. You'll you'll be back. You'll be back. My spirit my spirit lives on. So soon enough. Nah, you'll, you'll, no, I'm not going back to the streets. I'm not. <laughs> you belong to the streets though. You no, the street. I do not. You're the, you're the mayor. No. The mayor gotta be in the streets. No, no, no. The mayor is of the people. The streets. Uh-huh. Streets be damned. <laughs> them hoes do not talk back. Them streets do not love you. Them streets is cold as fuck. We we are hitting you on Friday, June the 10th. Year of our Lord. Year of our Lord. I said year of our Lord. Year of our Lord. 20 and 22. Amen. Shouts out to my man, Tony Snow, out there doing big teams. Can't ban the snowman. Ever. 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 That's a fact. Uh, before we get into this wrestling talk, because we have an MVP of the week and possibly of the year already. Like, he... he, he do, do we? Who, who's done good deeds out here in the world? We'll talk about him here in a second. One thing that is not on the agenda that I am going to talk to you about briefly, and I'm not going to exhaust too much energy on this. Alright. Rolling Stone magazine has put out its top 200 rap albums of all time. Never, never, ever, I'm ever gonna, trust publications that big to do something that tedious. I'm going to do something that no other uh, outlet, at least that I've heard, because I've heard a lot of conversation about this list. I'm going to do this in a different way than anybody I've else. I've heard nothing about this list. Oh, 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 this is going to make even even more fun, sir. Let me get this ready right now. Because <laughs> you're about don't, to hear that a don't, lot. Don't, ir- don't irritate me. Don't ir- No, don't irritate me before my weekend gets started. Oh, there, you need you need some negative vitriol for this I don't, one. I don't trust. No, I don't. I've yeah, had you enough. Yeah, you, yeah, trust me. You, this is America, Jack. This is a... This is America in 2022. I don't need any extra negative anything. Oh, you you want that the shit? You, all I gotta do is scroll. You want the shit? We got the shit. Um, I want you. Just tell me how. Just tell me how bad it is. Give. I want you to give me five or ten. Give me a number. Five or ten. Five. Five. Okay. In no particular order, other than the number one. Give me your top five rap albums of all time, and I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you how Rolling Stone ranks them. The Blueprint. Is that your number one, or is that just in top five? It is just in top five. Okay. Jay Z's The Blueprint. If I can find this goddamn thing, is it even on here? 
See that's see that's already some shit. I'm gonna tell you ball the shit up throwing. I need I need I see I need this. I don't trust. Go ahead. I don't trust these these major publications with the staffs that I know that they employ to do anything to properly push forward the culture of hip hop. They're just gonna do some shit based on who gave the biggest offering to put an album high. Okay. So I okay. Got it. Don't find the blue. Got it. It's number three. It's number three. So they okay, actually got. That's not too bad. Yeah, hey, I'm not tripping off that one. I'll, I'll take that. Give me another one. A, a little bit of credit, Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. There you go. That's what we're talking about. Doggy Style, number thirty-five. For context, Chance the Rapper, okay. Acid Rapper. Hold on. For context, Chance the Rapper, Acid Rapper is thirty-six, and Sugar Hill Records. The story of Sugar Hill, or, or Sugar Hill Records' story, rather, featuring Rapper's Delight and uh, The Message, was number 34. Okay, so that tells me this is a decidedly East Coast slanted list. Um, I could have probably figured that out anyway. Um, where is... I ain't even gonna make myself mad asking about Scarface. Where is... Not, uh, not even on the list. No Scarface albums? I'm checking right now. Like the diary, untouchable. No, no, there's not one Scarface album on the list. In fact, the you only fix the, the none only, of them. the only mention of Scarface in the top 200 was a Raekwon song known as "Incarcerated Scarfaces," which is on only built for Cuban Links, the original version. And go at, to hell at number 37. Go, go directly. Go di- <laughs> go to the store. The perp- go to your go to your <laughs> go to your digital download store. Get any Scarface album and then go directly to hell while you listen to the it. The purple tape is 37. Just so so yeah. Scarface. So where, where, where's where's Illmatic? Alright. Is is that actually one of your favorites? No. Okay, so if I you, just want to know where it is. 24. That's kind of disrespectful. <laughs> where is um where's Ready to Die? Number one. Damn. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Damn. I don't. I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know if I should be like, yeah, or like. Oh, I, I can give you some context. I, I'll give you some more context in a second. Give, so okay. Go back. To, go back to your. You got two Biggie, more. Biggie and J- Biggie and Jay are one and three. That. Okay. Two's uh, two's gonna fuck your head up. If you must know, but I can't tell you what number two is until you give me your two. I'm, bro. I, I, I don't even know now. Like, what the fuck? Just tell Um, me. Just tell me yours. I haven't done this in so long. Like, this shit changes like a lot. What's your What's your favorite rap album of all time? Doggy Style. Okay, so we already got that one. Yeah, that's okay. my number one. Okay. Every time. Okay. Um, shit. And and, uh, and the cassette is a is a very stellar number one. Where is okay? I uh, where is Bone Thugs and Harmony East East ninety nine, East nineteen ninety nine. Let's see here. Mind you, that's a diamond album. Don't worry. Stand by. 
Ain't no hope for shit. Hey, if that motherfucker that far down, ain't no hope for shit I like. Uh, I won't even dip into the south shit. I'm not so sure Bone Thugs and Harmony even made the list. Burn that bitch then. Like, why are we still talking about the motherfuckers? Burn this Yeah, the shit. only mention of Just Bone, the only mention of Bone on here is, uh, is a prodigy line. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I can't make this up, bro. I just give me the give me run down the top ten from. 10 Wait, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do some more digging here. Hold on, man. This this cannot be. Let me mark this real quick. Is, is you brought this whole ass shit on here? Let's see here. I do this on a different screen. Garbage. So I, so I know none of the shit I like from like uh, Luda's Word of Mouth, motherfucking T.I.'s Trap Music. Know that bitch ain't on there. Um, fucking all the Scarface shit I named. Ghetto Boys, we can't be stopped. I'm trying to find a website that actually has the entire list without having to use clickbait to, to, to stop. There we go. That's Is this 50? Why are they doing this? Oh yeah, Fifty Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying. That's a classic. Well, hold, hold on, hold on, hold, hold the energy, cause I got. I'm trying to find the whole list at once, and cause the only, only thing I'm finding is just some other shit. Well, shit, I'm just gonna name off randos while you're looking for it. Well, no, well, no, because so I can't search the way I want to, because the way Rolling Stone has ever broken down in by twenties. I got what you're saying. Hear me. Number one, fuck this list. Number two. I'm just gonna name off random albums that I like into the air while you're searching. All I need you to do is give me number ten to number one. That's all I need. Uh, on this list? Yes, that's it. That's all I need. All right. Well, I'll give that to you right now. Number right. ten. Okay. Uh, like is that? Hold up. What, fuck. Where'd it go? Fucking clickbait. I swear to God. I hate internet now. This that's is this internet, is not this bro. is not your this is not your dad's internet. I promise it's not. Every, everything's a paywall or a fucking fight. And of course, it goes back to Rolling Stone's website. All right, number ten, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. I, I'm sorry. Let me take it to number eleven. Drake, take care. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, I, the, re- the reason I gave you that is because the uh, Chronic 2001 is number thirteen. So Lauren excuse, Hill. Wait, excuse the fuck out of me. Lord Willen is better than uh, Chronic 2001. Uh, I like Lord Willen, but no. Not like that. I don't. Uh, and, I, and I love that album, but it's not. No. Lauren Hill, The Miseducation is number ten. Tribe Low End Theory is nine. Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers is eight. Missy uh, Miss E So Addictive. I ain't gonna lie. That belongs there. So addictive. That belong over Super Duper Fly. Yeah. That's- yeah. Okay, okay, all right. And uh, I love both, but yeah, that, that belongs there. Yay, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I'm good. Uh, to Pippa Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar. I would have put Good Kid Mad City above To Pippa Butterfly. Thank you. But because, Thank you. because of cultural impact, I understand why somebody who doesn't who doesn't who doesn't share our same air quotes vibe would put that there. Funny you should mention that, because here's the argument. Quite arguably the most seminal, pivotal album in rap history, which in many people's list is number uh, number one, but on this list it made number four. Public Enemies, it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. Mm. And then, so Jay Z's blueprint is three. Who's two? <laughs> 
this is where you go ape shit. I'm already like, fuck. Look, how many times you want me to say fuck this list? Okay, all right. Number two is Outcast. Which one? <laughs> Stank on you. I, you know what? I'm not angry about that. I am. Because Stank on you is not even in their top two albums. Here's here's the thing. <laughs> hey, Trips, welcome welcome to the show early. Here's the thing. Th- this list of 200 albums was comprised by who? I would, I would, what, I would. What, I would what publication put this out? Don't, the don't, the, the don't Ro- Rolling Stone magazine. Here's what. Here's what I I say to this list. I guess the top 50 just described our next 10 years of rock and roll Hall of Fame inductees. <laughs> it's like right. You went through the whole top 10. You ain't heard LL Cool J once. You ain't heard fucking. You ain't heard nothing about Rakim. Future's number 20. The fucking Chronic ain't in the top 10. Future's number 20. Which one? DS2. Cultural Impact. It shouldn't be number 20. Mad Villain's number 18. I can guarantee you never listened to that album in full Mad Villainy. Probably not. Exactly. Um, Let's see. What else? Cardi B, 16. Invasion of Privacy. Absolutely not. You see what I told you? Labels are paying for spots. It's just hell the fuck no. You tell me the top 200 albums in hip hop history, and you're gonna like look. Get the fuck away from me. I can't believe. Like for real. I, I, get away this from is, me. This is my fault. I, <laughs> you you brought this bullshit in here. You this is came totally, in here and wipe your fucking feet. This is totally my fault. Absolutely. This is all your fault. But we are a hip hop infused pro wrestling podcast. I wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I didn't bring this up, considering that we haven't played any new music on this in a, quite some time. Man, you should have ran that fuck shit by me before you tell me we're going to talk about a Rolling Stone nah. list of the top 200 rap albums nah, in history. Too easy. Too fuck easy. no. Fuck. <laughs> Spell fuck. A- capital a- F, capital A, capital C, capital K. Fuck no. Yeah. Yeah, the it, people who put that list together have no business talking about rap whatsoever. This is <sighs> what? Remember, I, remember I said last night when we talked, I mean, last uh, episode when we were talking to Snowman? What moron decided that they were just going to write rap albums in random order and decide this is what we're going to do? So, Red Myth, nowhere in the top 10. I don't even think Redman uh, made the top 200. Redman or Meth- Method Man together or as individuals? Uh, oh, I didn't hear no mention of ODB. I just, I, I'm just like, come on, bro. Like, I understand that on the financial scale. Something, and, something's and, not right with this. Hold on. something, Something's definitely not right with these websites. Oh my God! Uh-oh. <laughs> what? I can't. I, I can't. Okay, so I so I am right here, and and oh oh no no I'm not. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna go through this. I'm, let me peruse real quick. But some even like these top like above the law. Black Mafia Life is 167. I mean, what am I supposed to say to that? If look, your top 20 is shit. So I can't even respect where you would put that. In a major way, one seventy-eight. I ain't heard E forty come up not now. There it is. That's I just told you. 
in a major way is 178. Fuck you. That's what I say. Uh, you need to stop hanging around these kind of people. They're a horrible influence on you. Bandana's 197. Excuse me? So, okay, okay. Bandana's 197. One ninety eight, KMD, Mr. Hood. Rest in peace to both of those guys. Travis Scott's Astro World is number two hundred, and Juice World is uh, one ninety nine. So you you're putting Freddie Gibbs and Madlib in the same category as MF Doom pre uh, pre mask. Uh, wait wait wait. The Jacka Tear Gas is a top two hundred album with a critic score of sixty eight. Cupcake. Pop Smoke gets a 63 and makes 192. No, no, no. You heard what I said. Who the fuck is Cupcake? And you see how I, how I just danced right over that, right? Mm, now nah, you no, no, no. You drug us out here in this fucking water. Get out and swim. This is LL Cool J 147 for radio. Wow. Draco. This isn't a like this is worse than an opinion. Tupac, me against the world. Oh my God! Yeah, where's all eyes on me? Me against the world is 134. Suck me sideways. Capone and Noriega is fucking 187. Well, is that War Report? Yep. Uh, People's Instinctive Travels in the Past, the Rhythm 121. Camp Lowe's Uptown Saturday Night is 183. Outcast, Speaker Box, Love Below. 124. Crazy as hell. Black album. 113. Now, Biz Going Off was a dope-ass album, but it is not better than the Black album. Oh, Dirty Bastard, 106. Return of 36 Chambers, dirty version. Nope, nothing to allow you to lie on me. Eve's Scorpion album is better than Oh, Dirty Bastard's album. I'm shocked that Crit made that made the list at 170. Crit was her, uh, and then <laughs> then 169 is Goody Mob Soul Food. Like, get. I'm I'm trying what? to I'm trying to be fair here, but I'm still I'm like I'm in the 80s and I still haven't seen uh, Red or Red and or Meth. Cause ain't, ain't no fair. Ain't no fair. Why are we looking at fair? Fair don't exist. Some people's favorite Wu Tang guy. Oh, 50 Cent, Get Rich to Die, die, die Trying, 64. Uh, Scarface the Diary, there we go. 61, with which Kendrick Lamar, Damn, is 60. And Biggie, Life After Death, is 59. Cube, America's Most One, is 58. Wait, the Carter 2 is 99. Hey, who is No Name? No. Nope. Album is better, apparently, than, than all of those, including Beastie Boys, Life After Ill. That one came in at 56, that No Name album did. Migos Culture, 54. Better than. <laughs> Never mind. Hell hath no fury is ninety seven. Ice T's power is ninety six. Trap music's ninety five. Fuck you. All right, we move on. Go ahead. As we much as I love this. Dilla, Dilla Donuts is forty eight. There's not one rap on that album. I don't want to talk about this no more. All right, all right. So we we're moving on. Go, killing, go go just, do just, go do your own shit. You know what I'm saying? Just like, killing my vibe. Like this is terrible. Yeah, go go do your own Google's on that one. Um, it's it's quite depressing. At any rate. Um, so Wait, the uh, fucking Slim Shady LP is the eighty-five. So and and that ain't that album Diamond. Man, get the fuck on, bro. All right. Like, why did you bring this to me? MVP of the week, possibly MVP of the year so far. 
he, he, he's he's exhausted himself on two different uh, organizations, and he came out and put on a masterful performance with a with the, one of the most gruesome injuries we have seen pre-match. Cody Rhodes. You just really put me in a sour ass mood. Let's talk about Cody. Let's, let's bring you back up. Co- Wait, no, no, not necessarily. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, no. I don't dislike Cody at all. I think Cody is, I think he fits much better in the WWE structure of things now than he did. He's a, he was an outlier in AEW because he has a, a thirst and a passion and a knowledge of traditional old school pro wrestling just presented in a modern form. Whereas where he just left is a different place. He fits perfectly in Stanford now. Like, he stands out a cut above because he can talk, he can invoke emotion, and this particular instance at Hell in a Cell does nothing but increase those superpowers. All factual. But, all, you know what I'm saying? I can, I can be very much objective about speaking on Cody. This is one of those things that, okay, you saw it live, we we saw it. But the legend of doing this is going to grow and grow and grow and grow it's, as time goes on. It's already quite arguably one of the greatest performances we have ever seen inside not just a pro wrestling ring, but a pro wrestling ring with a gimmick match attached to it. You, you see, you see, see, people were gonna do that shit. What you just did, People are gonna do that because, for whatever reason, we're prisoners of the moment. If, if it's I, if if it's a rap if this is a rap list, and you're living in the moment, Cody wrestling with this torn peck and taking off that robe and showing everybody how bad it was without it being bandaged up, is a top five moment. If this is a rap list. If you gave me more time before we started this episode, I may be able to really combat whether it's top five. I I do know it's not number one. Really? 100%. It, look, <laughs> Nick Foley gave his life for us. <laughs> like, let, let us not forget June of 1998. I mean, when you, Nick, you got heave-ho 20 feet off a cage and the only thing separating you from death was about two inches. Oxygen. <laughs> one breath, one extra breath, and your ass would be out of here. Then you went back up the cage and got thrown through it. Oh, oh, the- so while we're talking about Mick, here's another one. So here's a quick, I guess we're in the middle of a quick mixtape. I guess let's do an EP. Mick taking the 18 tear shots to the dome. Hence, okay, so he, he got two of the top five off time. Like, like we... And and we joke about this and it started on this show about you saw what happened to Mick. The unprotected ass chair shot to the dome piece. That's where it came from. Mm-hmm. Seminal moment. Never will happen again. And it shouldn't have happened then. I see what you did. Now you you gave us that whack ass rap list and then segued into this Cody shit and was finna try to anoint him knowing goddamn. No, that, 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 you will not. You will not gaslight this. No, sir. Oh, I'm finna gaslight it because now we got we got Foley with two of the top ten. You're confusing oh. gaslighting for gasoline. But go ahead. And, 
And then and then let let's be honest, he fell through the cage another time. It just we ain't gonna I wouldn't give him in the, three in the, the same time. match. <laughs> no, 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 no. In a different match. Oh, okay. You remember Tri- trips threw him through the cage and no way out. That was his air quotes retirement match. But also, but hell, but all, hell but, if, if we're going to keep it 100, Foley is in three of the top five because Ed versus Edge in WrestleMania 22, where Edge almost burned himself alive. <laughs> so that's three. Oh, Foley man. is in three of the fucking top five. That's, it's, getting, it's, getting, that's, it's getting real on that, Cody. That and we ain't crazy. Even, we ain't even left Stamford yet. So that, he might he might not have a top five Hell in a Cell match. If we if we're going to talk about Foley, one match that people always take off of the list is his. Uh, I want to say it was a. It may have been a TLC. But we, didn't, I, we didn't go to we didn't go to Japan. We oh, just laying oh, on bar oh, blowing up. Oh no, we ain't gonna talk about Foley losing the ear. Uh, In Germany, we won't talk about that. But I'm but I'm talking about. Flair versus Foley, no holds barred, and uh, and and uh, TNA. See, that See? that's probably Flair, Flair's most brutal match ever. Even more brutal than the match where he had his head smashed in the cage by Kurt Hennig. Now, now, mind you, we haven't talked about anything that happened in ECW yet because they still cutting Sabu out of barbed wire. Meanwhile, rest in peace, New Jack. <laughs> I, I, look, this this is what I'm saying. Let's not be prisoners of the moment. Let's let's give him his flowers because 100% for you to get into the ring and, and jeopardize your long-term health to make sure that the people got a show, show commendable. Show he gave us two gimmick matches inside of one. Fucking while, commendable. While injured. An outstanding yeah. performance. 100% deserves all the praise, accolades. Cool. But don't lose sight. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And that's the name of the episode. Don't lose sight. Do not lose sight of the contributions that have come before. Like, let's not be ridiculous and start putting a crown on people every time you get something you like. Man. Stop that shit, fam. That, Quit doing that. It's disrespectful. And see now it's and, and, and now you see how the segue actually works out. You see what I'm saying? Like we we are sur- surgical is the word. So I've surgical. Facts. Facts. And we did that shit working with no neck. But I'll thank you <laughs> next time to not bring me no funky ass <laughs> publications rap list. We don't trust them for shit. I love the energy. It'll great it'll greater growth for ratings. We left something off of our episode last week that we should have started this episode off with, but we had a different I, or I had a different agenda apparently course you did the great samoa joe has been missing in action since he debuted at uh at ring of honor at wrestlemania weekend and we didn't know why he had a few matches on tv but we didn't know why he had just been missing now we know coming soon to the cat <laughs> the cat samoa joe will be starring in a uh in a video game based adaptation adaptation same word I was going to use it's a great word it is it doesn't get used enough <laughs> it doesn't and uh people aren't, people aren't smart anymore Wood this was a a very um it was a cult classic video game and even to this day it still holds up like if you want to get out and get some battling shit going on and it's on some third person shooter type shit just reckless abandon 
You now, can't. I, I'll keep it G. It was more than a cult classic because this was during the the PlayStation era. This was one of the most popular games ever put out on that console. Absolutely factual. In fact, the game was so popular they redid it in 2012 just to get it in HD. We're that. talking about Twisted Metal. Samoa Joe has procured the role of Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth, bitch. Easily the most favorite character on Twisted Metal. He is the poster child of Twisted Metal. <laughs> the, the, now, the, the killer clown. Yes, with the flaming skull. Pause. <laughs> Joe Joe's faux hawk is perfect for that for that uh for that role too. He's probably gonna have a mask on the whole time. Now he's not doing the voice, so let's be clear. Uh there there forget- let me let me back up too. Sweet Tooth is actually the vehicle. That's also a misconception. Mm-hmm. But we always just call the clown Sweet Tooth. Right. But the the, the clown is actually Marcus Kane, aka Needles. Ha. <laughs> I like it. So I, this, I like it. I yeah. fucking like it. Either way. But uh Joe Joe is basically the physical embodiment of Needles and his character is being voiced by an actor who I do not have his name in front of me right now. Peacock's Twisted Metal live action video game adaptation. And it's not complete yet. So, you have uh, Stephanie Beatrice as Quiet, Thomas Hayden Church as Agent Stone, Will Arnett is the voice of Sweet Tooth. Wait, what? There you go. Yeah. Joe is just the physical body embodiment. He's not voicing. Aha. Which means, which means he's never taking the mask off, which means... His his head's probably gonna be on fire the whole time. I'm sold. Nev Campbell is Raven and Anthony Mackie is John Doe. Because Anthony Mackie is gonna find his way into any and everything. And Anthony Mackie has been known to put people on. If Joe disappears and for Hollywood, we understand what happened. Keep it, <laughs> keep it gangster. <laughs> like this shit looks cool enough for me to actually get in. I I, I, I kind of want to get the game and kind of you know expose the young ones to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> this need, this needs to be redone. I need this on PS5. So so when I finally do open this bitch, I got something to do. Well, yeah. the new the new uh, PS rollout for P, uh, what what used to be PS now uh, is going to feature a lot of classics, and that's definitely going to be one that's, that they're going to add to the uh, to the mix once they can figure out the uh, the the coding for the emulation. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I do have a PS5 that I have not opened. Ooh, I wish I wish I had the ooh because that we need that for this one. But uh, yeah, like, I, yeah, <laughs> I open I open mine. I play it. I haven't played it in quite some time, but I do I do have mine. And I play it. I enjoy it. It's a uh, it's a nice piece of I'll hardware. Tell you how much, I'll tell you how much time I have for gaming. Oh, what I did see this week. Shout out to CG sending me this. Madden 23 is getting a fucking makeover. They have added a new gaming engine called Field Stints. And I watched the, the YouTube tutorial about, you know, what's going to be different. Oh, dear. I'm going to spend quite a bit of time playing Madden. Right on. Okay. I'm going to. I, I Look, I have, when I got the PS5, there were some games that I picked up because I knew I needed them. Madden 22. 
of course if you don't open the ps5 you're not gonna open the madden i got mortal kombat x the ultimate edition that that's a timeless thing then what's the other one uh oh and it came with spider-man Okay. So I haven't played. I didn't know. Obviously, I ain't open to play any of that. Yeah. So you can so yeah that 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 Miles my Miles Monroe was fire. Like you got you got the bundle. That's the that's the nice bundle there. Miles Monroe is a motherfucking NXT. <laughs> Miles. Oh, Monroe. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, wrestling mm-hmm. podcast. Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna find this and I'm gonna send you to YouTube for it. But like, yeah, for for those people who who complain about the lack of ability to affect the play after the animation starts oh boy it's it's gonna get tough on some people like the days of you just running four and five wide and trying a crossing pattern and and you know the four uh, what's the shit the four verticals that shit over <laughs> those yeah. days are fucking over like i don't give a damn how much audibling and hot routing you do from the four vertical set that shit don't matter no more because now you can knock the ball loose. Mm. Now you can play the ball and the receiver in the air. Well, while we're oh talking, while we're talking about football, name one brand ever to have only played three seasons. Well, I'm sorry, play two seasons, be preparing for a third and have three logos, one logo for each season. XFL. You would be correct, sir. Have right, circle win the square. Yeah, yeah. So today it was announced that they've made some hires for head coaches for the XFL. You ready for this list? Run it. Reggie Barlow. Okay, name I'm familiar with. Former uh former head coach of Virginia State University. Um Anthony Breck, or sorry, Anthony Beck, who was the uh, offensive coordinator at Winegrass Ranch High School, but also played in the NFL for the uh, for the Bucks, the Rams, the Cardinals, and the Chiefs. Okay. Terrell Buckley. Okay. Another was, name I'm familiar. He with. was he was a cornerbacks coach at the University of Mississippi, 13 year veteran of the NFL, played for the Packers, and it also is a uh, a Super Bowl champion. Also played for. The Dolphins, Broncos, Patriots, Jets, and the Giants. Jim Hazlitt, who was the oh, line, wow. inside linebackers coach for the Titans, has procured a head coaching job. Yeah, Jim Hazlitt been out here for a long time. A long fucking time. Here come the heavyweights. In your semi-main event, Wade Phillips. Oh shit, the son of bum. <laughs> we run into three four and we blitz and ran this yeah. Look, I, I have a soft spot pause for uh Wade Phillips. I, I like Wade Phillips as a coach. I would prefer him as my defensive coordinator as opposed to my head coach. But the son of bum knows what he's doing when he's calling defense. That much I can tell you. Returning as the only returning head coach. From the uh, the last incarnation of the XFL, rejoining his original team, Bob Stoops, head coach of your Dallas Renegades. Man, do you understand that 
like okay stoops is stoops and stoops has a reputation with regardless of what side of the the fence you're on about stoops he mm. does have a reputation either he's the biggest choke artist ever or he's your favorite do you realize that that man not very long ago was like a leading candidate to coach the Dallas Cowboys. Like he was a name that popped up every offseason. Listen, 33 years of coaching. He's the he's the winningest coach in Oklahoma history and Could've his won more. And his college record there. is 191 and 48. If he was 194 and how many losses did he say? 191 and 48. 191 and 48. So if he was 194 and 45, he'd be in Saban territory. He, he's already in the conversation just because you said that. He's looking. No, 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 you, no, no, you, no, no. You, you just put him in the conversation just by, by I, mentioning Saban. I put him in the conversation, but those three games take him out of the conversation. Aha. <laughs> those, are, those are national championships that were blown. Aha. There you go. All right. Now, here are the names that are going to shock you. Uh, let's go. Heinz Ward. No shit. <laughs> okay. Last but certainly not least. Good for you. Leaving or uh, assuming that he's leaving the NFL Network. Rod Woodson. Okay, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's gonna leave NFL Network because I, I'm. Well, no, I can't say that because they're not. They're not. He's he, not doing NFL Network type work while he's coaching. Well, you have a five. You, you have a five year deal on the on TV with Disney, aka ESPN and, and ABC. So whether whether his coaching and his uh, his coaching and then being a part of the XFL and part of that whole corporate package that the XFL is doing. Is a conflict of interest for his outside ventures as an analyst. I would like to think so because even though the XFL only has a ten-game season, uh, uh, supposedly will have a a working partnership with the CFL. I would hope to think that he will be busy in these off seasons, especially considering the XFL season that- started up right after the end of the pro football season. So why would you use right. time? to talk about football when you should be preparing your team to play football. You feel what I'm saying? I do. I, I do. Um, yeah. I'm sure they figured some shit out. But it's, inter- it's an interesting dynamic nonetheless. Right. Those are your coaches. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking, I, I, I plan on becoming a season ticket holder for the Renegades. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm just glad we we back outside because I didn't think they was going to include us, so I'm good. Yeah, and more uh, moreover, I'm happy that these uh, these young athletes are going to actually have jobs again, like the ones that don't get drafted to the NFL. They have a place to play to prove themselves. Um, you know, no one can forget Rod Smart. He's a product of the XFL and actually put, went on to a, a, a pretty decent career in the NFL with the Charlotte or the Carolina, Pan, Carolina Panthers. <laughs> So yeah, let's. I hope they bring back that that energy too. That uh, that whole uh, make your own jersey energy. But we'll we'll come back to that. You nah, know, it'll be a lot closer to what we saw like right before the pandemic started when we went to that game. The the, uh, the real the real football version of the XFL. Yeah, I, I expect more <laughs> of that. I just hope I, I don't. 
for this for their benefit too, I hope the crowds get bigger because I mean we we had a ball at that game we went to against Houston. Okay. You know, because because McMahon was in charge of the first rollout, you got to do a lot more shit to trap up your presentation. Because the new ownership looks the way it looks, and when I say that is because um, there is a lady involved and the face is the biggest movie star in the world right now. He's the real life you, Spencer Strasmore. Right. He he completed the mission. He became Spencer Strasmore in real real life. Ballers for those of you who are not up. At this point, you're going to have to present the cleanest, purest product possible, which means there's not I would think now this it could be different. I would think you're not going to have the custom jerseys and, and a lot of the extreme rule changes. Like, you might have better uniform design. You say there's another logo, so I got to check that out. It might be, you know what I'm saying? You you might get modern. It is, def- I, it is definitely know. a modernized logo. Yeah, I don't know if you finna get ignorant. Like, putting he hate me on the back of a jersey is just being ignorant. And, and nowadays, there's entirely too much stuff that'll slip through the cracks. Pause. And if you put it on the back of a jersey, you like people are gonna be on Urban Dictionary trying to figure out what this stuff means. So the XFL shirts that we purchased for that last season are now classic throwback jer- uh, shirts, even though it's only been two years. But take a look at your messages. I just sent you the new logo. That bitch looks like an alarm clock. That's minimalist <laughs> as fuck. That's a little too dry. Like no cap. You, like that you, is a, that is a little too dry. But it can be flexed. If they do it right, it can be flexed a lot of different ways. It's easy. It, I'll tell you this. It's gonna be easy to put on merchandise. Yeah, I'll buddy. Say that. But this shit looks very first draftish. <laughs> so you mentioned the Rock with this, as you know, it's XFL. You're gonna have some right. some things synonymous. Let's talk about the gang real quick right now. Consider this. Your daily acknowledgement. What up, Chief? Your tribal chief, tribal head of the chief. table, Roman Reigns, was advertised for Money in the Bank in Vegas. He will not be in attendance. Don't blame the chief either. Do, do not blame the chief for this, because I know some of you no good motherfuckers on the internet was planning on blaming the chief. Boy. You know who you blame? You know who you need to blame? Canada. The crit. <laughs> yes, blame Canada first, and then when you're done blaming Canada, blame the creative team. You ain't got nobody ready for my boy. You're supposed to be getting Riddle ready. You ain't. You've been just kicking the shit out of Riddle every week. Like, how is that getting him ready for a World Heavyweight Championship match with the Grand Champion of WWE? Six hundred plus days and counting. So, are we gonna get him a new belt or what? Like he is he still is he still gonna carry two? Is he still gonna be carrying two? He shouldn't. All these new belts being strewn around. I mean, I'm. We got a new IC belt. We got a new uh, US belt. We've been saying he needs something with a gold strap to go with the gold glove. He is Thanos. Listen, if if Daniel Bryan can hempize the championship belt, maybe that's part of it. Maybe, Maybe maybe that's part of it. Maybe. He's he's taking this time off one to rehab that shoulder because look everybody saw WrestleMania you knew you had to buy time we weren't finna we weren't finna strip our our our, our tribal chief and we don't do 
like convoluted ass tournaments and battle royals to determine like can we can we get can we get a tribal championship lay some <laughs> like something some, some. um some bro like some and speaking, we need a tribal celebration for our chief and and speaking of the uh, chief and the NYE family. A whole lot of fucking gang shit. Apparently, in MLW, they're reviving a, a a heated family rivalry from the '80s, as the Von Eric boys uh, are taking on the newly formed Samoan SWAT team, consisting of uh, Juicy Fanau, Lance NYE. And the Samoan werewolf Jacob Fatu. Listen, um, I got love for the Von Eric name, you know, because bitch Texas. <laughs> that was weak swap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Consider, look, I can't, considering I can't put a whole I can't put a whole bunch of sauce on that. Like it's gang. Considering <laughs> where the where the yeah where the gang goes, the, the gang, gang goes. goes. I, I was never I was never invited or admitted into the Von Eric gang. But I have I have a stamped membership card to Oost Gang. Factual. Shout out my OG Rikishi put me on the set. You know what I'm saying? What up Keish? So I yeah. What up Keish? L Junior. Look. OG Keish. So what I can tell you from that is that I mean, you know, shit. Hopefully they make it out. Safe. <laughs> Mark, get, Mark, get, safe. Get home, get home safe, my G. Stay dangerous. You know, you 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 get out safe. You can vacation and rehab in Hawaii with your pops. But uh, this ain't gonna. This ain't for you. <laughs> Boy, I know Kevin is high as motherfucking Martian farts. Nah, nah, Kevin be on. Uh, Kevin be on cigars, man. He he got some good. He got some good cigars over there. Dipping the cigars in, in fucking cognac. <laughs> Probably inside of a coconut because he, he chops those down too. That man be on it. <laughs> if I see that man smoking a cigar through a fucking coconut, I'm just going. To, <laughs> I'm going to be the the happiest I've been for about eight minutes. Dog, it's, 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 it's gonna pass, and I'm be like, damn, that was some cool shit. That's a whole. Remember the time, time we saw Kevin Vaughn there smoking? Boy, he had that whole coconut. coconut smoke had, had smoke coming out the head of that thing like a, like a no, Steve look. Austin trophy. <laughs> look, look, the coconut needs three holes in it, but not like a bowling ball. You have the first entry hole for the cigar. You have another entry, entry hole at the top for the smoke to come out. The third primer. is for him, yeah, prime <laughs> for him to smoke. But then in the same one where the smoke is coming from, you're gonna pour about four ounces of cognac. Con no, he's in Hawaii. They need rum. I mean, either or. I, I don't have refined. A yeah, with, you know, refine the taste a little bit. You know, I just figured, you know, to put that sting on it. Yeah. No Steve Borden. <laughs> uh, like, rums, rums for drinking. The cognac is like an enhancer for the smoke. Right on. So, you from, know who we need to ask about this though. We can ask a couple people about this. Exactly. Let's, let's, you, pick, let's, you pick whichever cigar connoisseur that you want to ask because I'm not. A, I'm not a connoisseur. I mean, you can I ask me about this, but uh, we, man, truth be told. <laughs> when we close the TV deal, I'll smoke my first cigar. Man, you know, Snowman getting the phone well, fuck call the TV tomorrow. Deal. Whoever, whoever cuts us a check, 
whenever we get a check cut, like the check, oh, I'll smoke a cigar then. Here we go. For a nominal fee. <laughs> Soon to be. A phenomenal fee. <laughs> we will take some of this broken pencil knowledge, slice it off, dip it in cognac, and put it on your plate. That might have been the most painful <laughs> trigger push ever. I was like, God damn it, we about to we about to set the check up. <laughs> that's an alley. That's that's worse than the GoFundMe on that one. <laughs> look, look, we we ain't out here begging for it. We out here. Uh, uh, we 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 oh, are we shit. earning it. We we earning it for sure. We is earning it. Uh, let's see here. While we out here active, let's see which way we want to go here now. Um, AEW is out here doing a bunch of wild ass shit. Um, uh, we ain't seen Max or heard from Max since his since his uh, I hate calling it what they're labeling as the new pipe bomb. He has been removed. From all things AEW, including website, advertising, promos, and videos. Well, first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and um, rename this because we're not calling it the new pipe bomb. That's some bullshit. Stop! Stop! Price see, just stop! Don't lose sight. Stop comparing everything. Stop trying to give everything a a modern twin. Stop that shit. Let let the pipe bomb live in 2014 or 2012 or whenever the fuck it happened. Let it live. Let the, hard times live in 1988. We're not so bad off that where we still can't have first. Like Look, like everybody wants to be compared to someone previous. Like we're not that bad off. It's bad, but we're not that bad off where there's not any first anymore. You know what I'm gonna name this? When Max went scorched earth. Mm, I like it. Because Max is is what? Salt of the earth. He is salt of the earth. This is correct, sir. You can't Wait, get what? salt from the earth until you scorch it. Ooh, knowledge drop. <laughs> Bars. And look, for a nominal fee. Uh-uh, no, I'm not hitting it again. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what she said. Hey, yo. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, meanwhile, there is a a new AEW title on the horizon, and definitely not the one that we were expecting. While watching Dynamite, they were announcing uh, a new AEW title, and I was expecting to get the announcement of the trios title. Finally, considering Forbidden Door is just mere two weeks away, three weeks away. How or oh, two and a half? However, what we're yeah. getting is the AEW All-Atlantic Championship. Stop which, this shit. Which looks just like the new AEW Women's Championship, which also looks just like the NWA or Mid-South North American Heavyweight Championship from the 80s? See, that's the other shit. I, stop giving me all these belts that look similar. I understand you got a designer you fuck with. You might have a soft spot in your heart for this particular design that doesn't mean you need to make six different versions of this let's do something else like i'm i'm all for uniformity but like make it like there's some we did a belt tournament there's some hard ass belts out there like like episode three we need to bring that shit back 
that that might we, be we, when we whenever we take a break, that might be the episode we bring back from from the break and just relaunch that bad boy. Cause, yeah, yeah, we need we need to we need to redo that one. Yeah, because like there are more belts to pick from now, but we don't need another men's singles title in AEW. What for? We have the. T TBS Championship. Oh, sorry, the TNT Championship. We have the AW Which doesn't get defended enough. The, the AW. Well, I guess it's about to be because Wardlow is probably about to cr- uncrown Scorpio Sky with the the second most unceremonious run by totally uh, by TNT Champion. I totally disagree with doing that, but go ahead. I, I I disagree with it too. But here's what's crazy. You know what the most unceremonious TNT title run was? Scorpio Sky's first TNT title run. I finna say one of Cody's. You know, he got squashed at least twice. Because this is this is Scorpio Sky's second run with the title, right? I, yeah, I think. The first one didn't last that long. I mean, somebody did something stupid. I mean, be that as it may. So, I, the All-Atlantic Championship. Sounds a like title a that represents... Tournament. Fans watching around the world in 130 countries. <laughs> the AAC. The AAC. Not to be uh, confused with Mark Cuban's uh, uh, paradise for basketball. All I'm saying is American Airlines might want to see if they can partner up. I mean, the AAC. I mean, uh, you know. But go ahead. I just, I want. I wish they would have a list of all these countries that's supposed to be representing. But it was unnecessary. We're we're talking the United States, Canada, and Russia. This is unnecessary. <laughs> this is totally unnecessary. Like one hundred percent unnecessary. I mean, completely. You talk, like, uh, if, if you wanted to have a tournament, and then like same thing with the Owen Hart tournament, you want to present a belt to the winner of the tournament cool we got too many motherfucking miscellaneous ass title belts running around AEW and when we ask for trios that's the that's the next thing that should be coming through the gate we don't need nothing else the TNT title is the equivalent of the television championship also doubles as the intercontinental title ish now, and I, now, granted, I'm being facetious when I say, you know, just those three countries, because there's way more than three countries that border the, the Atlantic Ocean. But let's talk about two in particular. Population-wise, one of the largest in the world, if not the largest in the world, China, is not one of those countries. On the flip side, Japan, another country that's heavily influenced in the wrestling uh, business and culture, not represented. So are we just excluding folks? Is just calling some shit some shit because other things have been done? Like, oh, I don't know, say the European title. Uh, are, are, as, as Tony Khan, as Swap put it, been watching Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling <laughs> on the CAC. on Mid. <laughs> so, like, is this the Western States Heritage title, basically? <laughs> Dave what House, what doing? up? Big Brother Jake. <laughs> I had Mike Sharp coming up after these comments. <laughs> we'll hear from Iron Mike Sharp live. What was another? Oh. There was another whack ass title that had no no reverence because uh, the Western States Heritage title popped up out of nowhere on on uh, 
NWA television? I just I, look. I, the only thing I can think of is if this um, this new partnership with New Japan ends up in a situation where you have a New Japan competitor win that title, take it back to Japan, and that's how you get AEW mentioned in Japan on a regular basis. Like when yeah, that's, was the, that's, was that's, the, that's what you do to a company that, that just got rid of a belt that they just introduced within the last five years. That's what you do. Hey, look, I'm trying to figure out why we're doing this because apparently somebody's lost sight. <laughs> and the name of this episode is Don't, Don't Lose, Lose Sight. sight. <laughs> Which is apparently what we've done with this fucking Forbidden Door tournament that's supposed to culminate and crown an interim champion. Uh, so we'll get to that here in a second. Now, uh, right. for this AAC title, Buddy Matthews versus Pac put on a Man, what a match. What a match. Uh, Miro versus Ethan Page is, is coming up. Malachi Black versus Pinto Oscuro. So let me get this right. Out of the four matches that you have, two of them feature members of Death Triangle and House of Black. This is the feud that never ends. <laughs> These matches are fire. On on my friends. These matches this, are fire, but do we... This, but This is the shit you should have been doing the whole time then. Is this Cena versus Orton? No, it's not. <laughs> Why the fuck did we wait 13 weeks to get Buddy versus Pat? We could have done that and been done. <laughs> but why are we getting Malachi Black and Penta Oscuro again? Because I know we've seen that before. First of all, I'm tired of all these name changes. If you're not going to give me a different move set with this name, go back to what you had. Thank you. So, Penta Oscuro should be, he should be pulling out all the international objects. Penta El Cero Nero. Just, just, go, just go back to Pentagon Jr. I don't think they can do that. Nah, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that yeah, I think that's where the name change came from. Now notice I said four matches only named off three. The fourth match is from two competitors from New Japan Pro Wrestling. See? No names. That's 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 it. That's all I got. That's what you got. That's it. That's that bullshit. <laughs> and let me let me Okay. Will on the spray is probably going to be one of those people. At least I'm guessing. But Who popped up at Dynamite, by the way? You're giving away pay-per-view quality matches. Like, okay. Oh, Say, oh, don't get me started on that shit. Wait till, wait till I tell you what else is coming up on, on Dynamite. Say the AAC title was a one-night tournament at Forbidden Door. So you can basically just hit the shuffle button on your roster. Cause you got you got people available for New Japan, you got people available for AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, whatever. You can just hit the shuffle button and when you do that, you'll you'll give your audience a higher quality presentation. The shows are four or five hours any fucking way. Oh boy. Like, Why is Hangman Page not in any of these situations involving belts? Like, he just lost the world championship. He wasn't in the battle role. He's not in the AAC title title hunt. He, well, he can't even be champion of his office. Well, in Dynamite on, on Dynamite, he came out and challenged uh, 
Hiroshi Tanahashi. No, I'm sorry. He challenged Okada for uh, uh, for Forbidden Door for the New Japan IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Well, that that pretty much tells me that that Kenny is way more fucked up than we thought. And and Adam Cole didn't care too much about that shit because he was like, "You lost. Why are you getting to fight Okada?" Adam Cole is like super annoying now and not in the good I'm a heel type way. Almost the Miz kind of way. Mm, take it a step lower. Just a hair. No, no, no. Take take it take it take dive deeper. Who is pause? Who <laughs> who is more annoying than the Miz? Cuz when the Miz is annoying, he is fucking annoying. Right and, right now, I don't even know who's more annoying than him. Baron Corbin's pretty damn annoying. Baron's new T-shirt g- gave him some uh, some life with me. I like that T-shirt where he looks like the fucking Monopoly man. <laughs> that's that's funny fire. to me. That's fire, yeah. That's a fire-ass shirt. Sheamus is pretty goddamn annoying. Uh, Sheamus don't annoy me because I don't hear him talk enough. This is pr- Orange Cassidy used to annoy me. There you go. Like, it, it's Orange Cassidy level. And they're both the same size now. <laughs> oh, man. I bet Orange's jean jacket fits Cole. Oof. <laughs> shout out to cool. Shout out to Cool Kyle, though. Man, cool, cool Kyle coming back too. He uh, he see out here putting on Mac Classics. Cool Kyle ain't doing nothing but carb loading and eating protein. That's it. And then, oh, then so while we're talking about championships, so last week on uh, Rampage, CM Punk comes out and says that he's injured and has to have surgery on his foot because he stage dived. Okay, so look, you've seen the the clip that's going around on the internet. The stage dive seemed like it caught the knee. Thank you. On the guardrail. The the springboard for the hot tag in the trios match is what fucked up the foot. This is how you have truth in your news telling. I, for one, am not completely sold on. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sold on this injury, but if it is. Speedy recovery. No one wants to see anybody get hurt. I, yeah, I don't. No one wants to see anybody get hurt. So, I am hopeful that this is going to turn out in some situation where Maxwell Jacob Freeman ruins everything. So, how, so what? What do we get from this? So, AEW is following the UFC route and coming up with interim championships for those who can't defend and during their time frame of, of defenses. So the as as opposed to being held in the actually you know what's crazy I think the reason why Tony Khan does this <laughs> hear 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 me hear me I think the reason did why he hear, does did this you hear me did you hear me I think the reason why he does not held uh, hold titles in advance is he doesn't want WWE vacant. To be crowned and new. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> Some somebody should have made an AEW vacant. 
account by now. <laughs> but yeah, that that yeah, tip of the hat to avoid that. Okay, he's following as much as Eric Bischoff comes up in situations that are like slightly anti AEW. This is right out of Eric Bischoff's playbook. Very simple. This is his I formation halfback dive. My competitor does A. I do the opposite. WWE does title, you know, title forfeits and vacancies. We're gonna do interim champions and tournaments. Vince hates tournaments. We're gonna do a whole bunch of fucking tournaments. Everything's a fucking tournament or an eliminator. So we got a fucking battle royal that saw which, <laughs> which was severely lacking. The best thing that came out of this was a, a an unnoticed unconfirmed then confirmed heel turn from Shane Bruh. Swerve Strickland <laughs> Swerve should have been like last two three he should have made it to the final four but there's neither here nor there he's, he's Darby Allen he swerved Keith Lee and YFN Darby I, which both of those matches will be very very good and but you you took you took Swerve and like Swerve's like stupid over with that crowd. Like, why would you switch that up? Whose house? Swerve's Swerve house. house. And I, I think you can still get that because what I don't, are we doing? I, I don't know. I don't know anymore. But I can tell you this: the winner of the battle royal gets John Moxley. What? Wait, what? How did, how did Moxley, Moxley wasn't? Even, so Moxley wasn't in the battle royal. He was named the number one contender. Gone. No Wardlow, no Samoa Joe. No Wardlow. Wardlow decided that CM Punk is the champion, and he doesn't want to fight as to be an interim champion. He wants to fight for a championship that he can defend and bring honor back to, aka the TNT title, which he'll be facing uh, Scorpio Sky on on tonight for. Who said this? Wardlow did. Why the fuck would you have him say something that goddamn stupid? <laughs> right after the battle royal. I don't want I don't want to be the world champion because I want to beat the world champion. You're gonna end up doing that anyway, right? So why not get the world heavyweight champion's share of the purse from now until then? You just climbed up out of poverty. Stupid. Don't lose sight. <laughs> See, see, okay, that's what legitimizes the injury for me. Because there's no way you would plan this and do something this stupid. There's more to stu- 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 to, to, to the stupidity that was Wednesday night. Of course there is. Young Bucks, a.k.a. the Load Warriors, a.k.a. the Block Control Block Express. And- Block Control Express, the Mean Tweet Posse. The Hardly Boys. <laughs> Speaking of boys, uh, they were the backstage. Stock X. They were backstage with the Hardy Boys, mm. trying to challenge, uh, for a match and bring up the Jurassic Express. Bounce pass. And Christian Cage comes out as the mouthpiece and sets up a match that put the Hardy Boys on the map with. Edge and Christian and long story short Christian books a match for next Wednesday's Dynamite that features the Young Bucks mm. 
The Hardy Boys and Jurassic Express in a tag team three-way for the AEW World Tag Team Titles. Just now, counted both ends, ain't we? Now we know what happened to Jeff Hardy at the last pay-per-view. We don't talk about Jeffrey, no, no. We also know why he wasn't performing last week on Dynamite or Rampage. Stinger, no Steve Borden. So, considering what happened at the pay-per-view, double or nothing, that is, and considering his age and health quality, you ain't gonna be satisfied. Why did Christian Cage... First of all, why is Christian Cage booking matches? Let's start with that. But why did he book? Because he's supposed to outwork everybody, and this is the way for him to find work. No, not not no. No, Christian Cage said he's he's here to outwork everybody. So that means I'm wrestling, I'm booking matches, I'm parking cars, I'm I'm handing out uh, programs, I'm working concessions, I'm I'm at the t-shirt booth. I'm doing it all because I don't want to Well, he's about to get beat up by a man half his size because he booked his champions into a ladder match against these other two teams, to which I immediately screamed, no. I don't want to see Jeff Hardy another ladder match on free TV ever. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Look, I don't need to see him in another ladder match at all. Period. I have. I have the cock. Pause. <laughs> the cag. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I don't. I don't need. I don't need. Look, Jeff, you don't have to do this. Like, why do I feel like Drake? You have little girls like, at home write, that write love on you. A Twenty dollar bill. You don't have to do this. <sighs> you don't, Jeffrey. You don't have to do this. You are a made man, Jeffrey Nero. What's the, what's this shit they played when Flair retired? Leave all the memories alone. <laughs> Don't change a thing, looking ass. Stay your ass off a ladder, bro. It's it's time out for that. Oh man, Matt ran this bitch damn near fused together from the neck to the asshole, and you gonna turn around and, and you gonna try to get in a wheel? You gonna be in a wheelchair by Christmas? Don't keep this shit up. Neck to the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he is he is fused. By the time this shit's over, they're going to fuse his neck to his asshole, and that's how he's going to have to live the rest of his life, because he won't sit the fuck down, and then Jeff is going to be Ironside. Well, speaking of sit, sit, uh, not sit the fuck down, but sent the fuck down, uh, we, we'll, we'll leave Jacksonville, go back down to Orlando for a minute, because Apollo Crews apparently now has a new home in uh, NXT. I heard my boy ain't got no accent no more. What happened with that? Same thing happened to Kofi. Triple H said, hey, kill that shit. <laughs> Trips ain't told nobody to kill nothing. Trips ain't told nobody to kill nothing because Trips ain't even involved like that. Otherwise, where, I'd still be watching. Where is Aziz's big ass at? Probably taking bumps. Dabakato went from Raw Underground's seminal <laughs> problem child to working, to... working to be repackaged. That's probably what he's doing. Again. And we still ain't seen... Um, uh, was it Jack was Jack Bar and, and Ace Bandage? Um excuse me. T Bar and Mace. Uh Mason. No, no, no. Uh yeah. Um, so T Bar uh, Dominic Dominic Dajakovic, whatever the fuck. Like Bobby Bobby Pin and Hairbrush. <laughs> Is your Bobby Pin? Is your Bobby Pin? Is your punk ass Bobby Pin? Oh man. Shout out to Tower Heist. Uh. Right. <laughs> Bruh, you, uh, 
no, no. Mace is about is supposed to show up as a model. He, he's supposed to be hanging with um, L.A. Knight, aka Max Dupree. And I don't know what this thing about everybody being named Max now, but you know, you know, you you, you know. I do know, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, to quote great, the great Ghostface Killer, "You know." <laughs> that part. Uh, uh, meanwhile, on Mondays. So on on Sunday we saw at the pay per view we saw uh, Finn Balor and AJ Styles with, along with uh, Liv Morgan take a take a L to the do, to the Judgment Day. Hey, South Finnegan. On Monday we are, are announced a new member to the Judgment Day. That number, that member being Finn Balor, while another member was being excommunicated, and not the member, the founding father Edge. This I, made absolutely no sense. Listen, I almost wonder if Edge didn't know that he was being let go. <laughs> that look on his face said, what the fuck? Like, you can act, but come on, man. <laughs> no, from from what I read, it was some shit, like, to the effect of... I, I, that's tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, he... Right. he True. Yeah, he wasn't feeling the direction of the supernatural aspect of where they were going with this whole judgment day thing but they have never done supernatural right other than with the undertaker and even then if you go back and watch it now it's gonna feel cheesy did did, did edge forget that he was part of the brood i mean look this, okay these fuckers drink blood <laughs> no but for real we talked about this shit last Last week, you res- look your your air quotes under contract, but you reserve the right to not participate. Hey, I don't I don't agree with this. This doesn't make sense to me. Let's come up with something else. Oh no, you want to do what you want to do, and now you're gonna kick me out the group. <laughs> the group I started. Uh, the the fucking group I started. The group I've been out here getting over for the last three, four, five. Y'all years. y'all got rid of Michael Bivens. Not even this Bobby is, Brown, Michael Bivens. This is why I don't give a fuck who does what to Stanford. Oh, and I end up finding a perfect comparison for like, not like, yeah, a contract is legal and binding, but at the same time, you have to do what's best for you. Which is also Mary. what's best for business. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Sometimes. Marriage. <laughs> Marriage. Perfect example. Yes, it's a legal binding agreement between two people. Till death do us part. However, if some shit starts going wrong, you'd be a fool not to look out for yourself. Right, wrong, true, false. Absolutely. What you gonna do? Hold hold on on to what's lost? You can't. if, If the situation becomes abusive, if the situation becomes uh, intolerable, uh, irreconcilable differences, as you know, that's always a, a issue that's cited when people decide to part ways. But you're breaking a contract when you do that, but you don't look at it that way. And that's the point. Don't lose sight. Well, I tell you somebody who didn't lose sight, and I hate to even mention this, but it is wor- it is newsworthy. Suave called this shit months ago and the uh, Capavelli, if you will, of the internet, of wrestling's internet, should I say, has uh, 
sent out basically what Suave called about the whole WWE Vice thing. Dark Side of the Ring is, is not scheduled to return for the 2022 or 2023 schedule advice. Uh, they, they say season four is going to happen. The press release we just read says it's on hold, which means it'll probably be filmed. They'll fund it. Like they'll get the check to record season four and, and turn it in. Don't know when, when or if you're going to see it. Mm. I told you this was going to happen. I, I told you. I fucking told you they were going to shortstop this play. So bringing up re, re, reopening the wound of the plane ride from hell has proven to be the downfall of the best wrestling based show in the last ever. How long you want? Ever. 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 The greatest wrestling documentary series ever. Re, didn't I tell you these motherfuckers were petty? Here's what's crazy. Now, apparently, Stanford Supermax is quote-unquote heavily involved with a new planned docuseries. Um, take a while, guess which network this is going to be on. Wait, is it a different network than Vice? No. It's definitely Vice. Mm. Mm, it's definitely Vice. Yeah. Now, if as WWE goes into more TV space, who is the most recognizable figure that you could possibly put on a TV screen that's not named Johnson? The most recognizable face you can put on a show that's not The Rock. Hmm. Cena. No. Like, wait, what is this person doing? They're hosting. Yes. Or 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 narrating. And they're more recognizable than Cena. Yeah. How old are they? Old enough to not be active. Oh, shit. Uh, You're making this way harder than you should. Thank you. Even look, I, even look, even look. kids that that, that they, they weren't old enough to even see Austin wrestle know who Austin is. Totally understood, and and he has you know uh, resurrected his stock with this recent WrestleMania appearance and performance. But you know, like I say, Stanford is fucking petty. This is that's for damn show. So I mean, y'all don't see you. So okay, you've snuffed out Dark Side of the Ring, and now you're gonna give us some. <laughs> you're gonna give us some shit, and just because basically, and just because you get Steve Austin. To narrate it, we're supposed to let that shit slide. Oh, oh, wait Fuck a minute. Fuck you. Wait a minute. So you you got you got don't let shit slide. Fuck you energy right now. Mm-hmm. You talk about your boy real quick. Same man. Um, <laughs> in a very in a very very serious. Um, let me turn this music down. down. <laughs> let me let me turn this music down so this can resonate a little bit. Here's what I want. I want people that don't look like us. To stop, and I mean fucking stop immediately. Using our struggles as a comparison for your crackpot analogies. Passively at that. 
not even aggressively, just passively. Very few things in the English language in America equate the level of hatred that goes into a non-African-American person using the N-bomb with piss vinegar and vitriol. Few, few things you can scream out in public and literally make everything stop. Like there are some hateful words, there are some curse words that you scream out and like, okay, people will pay attention. Like, okay, there's about to be an altercation or a fist fight. There are very, very, very few words that will stop any and everything moving. One of them, and the one at the top of this list that we're talking about right now, we don't even say on this podcast for that very reason. So for anyone in a wrestling capacity that has no origins, no no background. Excalibur Herb, this is for you too, you bitch. Yeah, you have no you have no basis of experience to compare that word to anything because you don't know what it feels like when that word is directed at you with hatred behind it. So for you to try to equate the term mark, <laughs> like, you know, the mark in a con, basically meaning a rube, an idiot, a, a, a uh, target. A, a, a ne'er-do-well, a less than. Yes, someone who is easily uh, run a, run a, led astray, run amok, easy to have the wool pulled over their eyes. You are someone who we can extract money from with little effort. Equating that to everything you know that other word to be. All the all the things that it's caused, all the things that it's torn apart, all the the violence and the the prejudice and the racism that has been attached to that word. Death. And death. Death. Loss of life has come from that word. And you equate it to calling someone a mark. You are officially one of the stupidest motherfuckers that have ever lived. Just off that. Let's double down, though. Okay. Apparently, this happened five or six years ago. This see and, and has has reared, has reared its ugly head again because of a member of the Jewish community. Not the word we're talking about, but the word mark, and so. Mark comes up because of a promo from MJF. This tweet comes up because of the word Mark. Not realizing or not not to be oversold on the fact that this other word is attached to this tweet in, in direct comparison to, which is where 
Suave's uh, diatribe is coming from. That said, why in the fuck would you justify what you did, like what you said post haste as not relevant? You're down you're downplaying your your passive use of one of the most heinous words known to the English vocabulary in America. How do how how do you do that? Like okay, if you're sitting up and you're like Mark's Mark is a derogatory term for fan, which I, I get it. Regal said he hates the word. Get it. I totally understood. It's also a term in the streets. It's not a it's not a proper term in the streets. I mean, people can get over being called a mark in the streets, but it has the same connotation in the streets as it does in professional wrestling. But people get over being called a mark. Drop that bomb on me, though. And and, and don't and don't be of a certain sect. Hell, you can be of the same sect and drop it on me the wrong way. And I guarantee you it's going to come with a different energy. I just I I'm trying to wrap my mind around what conversation was going on in your head that made you say yeah those two things match. Wrapping your he- you're wrapping your head around this concept of why it ate, something like this could even happen requires the one thing that didn't go into this at all. Thought. Thought. Cuz the first thing I think is like what what the fuck made you think made you pick the n-word like you were an expert on usage and the after effect because anytime you call someone anything there's an after effect good bad indifferent if i call you my friend there is a feeling that you're going to have there's an after effect if i call you a bum and i don't mean it in a joking way there's an after effect if i call you a bitch there is an after effect But you are expert enough on the after effect of this word and the usage of said word to equate it to calling a wrestling fan a mark. To add injury to insult, you use the one of the most reckless moments at the probably this this is probably where the attitude error died. With uh, Vince McMahon backstage with John Cena. Feet away from Booker T and Charmel. You take a still shot from that scene. For your comparison. Nah, bruh. So you did you do you use that 10 years after it happened. And then. It's just Okay. If you can so confidently say that Mark and the N-bomb are remotely relatable terms, remotely, (laughs) then there is another group of words that don't have anything to do with the black community, but those words would be equally equatable, right? I can make it easier for you, Suave. A British cigarette. I, no, 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 no. If I call someone a British cigarette. No, 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 no
I don't want to make this easy. I want to f- freaking see this motherfucker. Oh, okay, oh, 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 oh. So, hook, line, and sinker right here. Go ahead. If Mark is so easy, but at the same time so difficult, and you want to put it in the same word or same class as the quote unquote N word, as you put it, why not just say the fucking word, you bitch? Because if it's just if it's if, if it's just a word and it's a negative word, why can't you refer to Mark as the M word? Oh, you don't have the balls to do that, do you? Because people would tell you you were a fucking idiot. You see you see how this works? You're a fucking idiot regardless. Don't lose sight. Show brokenpistolbc.com, brokenpistolbc at gmail.com. That's at Broken Missile BC on all things social. At Broken Missile BC on what? Everything. 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 Um, I don't want to end the show on that. Like, fuck that. We got to find something else to bring this shit back up. There's no way we can end this show with that clown. <laughs> Boy, it, need, it needed to, though. God, it needed to. Uh, I hate you. I hate to shoot a voice of reason because I have no reasoning right now. None. Uh, let, me, let me dig. 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 Uh, oh, oh yeah, we yeah. So, Andrade and El Idolo showed up on uh, on Dynamite this week. Oh yeah, he showed out too. I thought he was gonna win. Act the fool. Yeah, like everybody who was over ended up getting eliminated. But here's like, what here, the fuck. Here's <laughs> Dar- Darby had the crowd behind him. If, you could have resurrected if, Darby right then. I, I take Darby versus Mox. There was there was a there was a battle royal once called the backwards battle royal or uh, reverse battle royal. This was the ass backwards battle royal. <laughs> Boy. But that said, let me ask you this. What are the odds of Chick Flair showing up on uh SmackDown this week? Oh oh that's some more dumb shit to talk about too. Not Chick Flair. Bro so first of all, answer that question because I got I got another question. We can end it with this other question because. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say there's about a forty eight percent chance that Chick Flair shows up tomorrow, or today, or Friday. This calendar is all off, huh? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. All I'm not. Off. I'm not mad at that. I'm not I'm mad a little, at that. I'm a little discombobulated at the moment. Moment. I'm gonna tell you who was slated to show up on uh, Monday Night Raw the last two weeks, and is now slated to possibly show back up on SmackDown permanently as as of as early as tonight. Who that? Lacey Evans. <laughs> <laughs> How how do you how do you promo a talent into face? Take them off for a week. Get the word out that they're that they're going to Monday to not be a face on Memorial Day. Right. Put them in. Gonna, put put them in a military appreciation segment. We're gonna take retired military <laughs> and it, pump them up for like six weeks just to get the Memorial Day pop. Then 
Then pull the rug out and send him back with, on a one-way ticket to Friday? The fuck are we doing? Oh, man. What? 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 Lacey should just be doing fucking backstage interviews at this point. It, like you're not, she's not gonna wrestle anytime soon, according to the way they're doing business. Why you bullshitting? No, they can send her ass back to Tuesdays and give NXT some brand recognition. <sighs> but th- am I thinking too much though? I think I'm thinking too much though. This isn't this isn't your father's NXT. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I'm not in favor of just sending anybody to Tuesday. That shit feels like a death sentence. Like Ziggy just gets to teach a teach a class on TV about wrestling and working, but like sending everybody else, like I, I'm afraid for Apollo Crews. That seems like one step too close to a future endeavor. We got I I, I got one last bit. I just I thought about this. We can definitely end up in this on a good note. We got to shout the home team. Who that? Uh, head crack. Head crack the gat. Bodega Brothers. Super gang, wrestling fan, uh, pencil, Travis, what pencil pusher extraordinaire. Whole lot of fucking gang shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and shouts out to Keynote on the uh, you know big uh, big big uh, shower of love for on the loss of his partner in crime, uh, Robot Five Thousand, Cyber Dog of the Future. Uh, his his uh, his four legged best friend passed away recently. So ah, definitely man, was yeah. So we want to send our love in regards to that. But head crack the gat host of the morning hustle syndicated national radio show is uh stepping foot into a professional boxing ring for the first time you want to take a wild guess who he's going up against this week on pay-per-view who kevin ferguson jr sheesh for those of you not familiar with the name kevin ferguson Kevin Ferguson Jr. is the son of the late great Kimbo Slice, and Headcrack he is fighting Kimbo Slice Jr. And then Kimbo Slice Jr. got hands. His father had hands. <laughs> he, he had ham hawks. <laughs> His father had soup like- bones. <laughs> His father used to beat people. For free. <laughs> for nah, it wasn't for free. Now them them Florida backyard fights, they had money on them, but yeah. Shouts out Dada five thousand. His father purposely shaved the middle of his head and braided the sides. You gotta really think about it. Takes a special breed of individual. Fam, that's <laughs> like you're inviting people to say something just because you want an altercation. The Road Warriors did it as characters. Kevin Ferguson Sr. did it as a way of life. Kimbo Slice Sr. is like, if if Def Jam Fight for New York had a boss character that you had to fight after you beat every other rapper, he walked the streets. Of, he walked the streets of Miami. <laughs> you know the big swollen motherfuckers like three times the size of every other character on Double Dragon. <laughs> Adobo, Adobo, or Abobo, I think his name was <laughs> Adobo. Bitch, I'm put the seasoning on your whole ass. I'm about to season your motherfucking jaws, huh? Uh, whap, whap. Oh, that's funny as shit. Oh yeah. man, head crack. You know what I'm saying? Crack, crack a head for the home team. Don't get now, your I, don't get your I, head cracked. I gotta keep it real, cause like 
Headcrack is no fool. No. That's that's you know that's one of my that's one of my hip hop OGs around here. Yeah. Uh, as evident by you know the homecoming party. Man. Co headliner. Yeah. Put that. I, I, put I've that been doing that. My I, name. I've been doing that man almost thirty years and uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I like I, I I ain't worried. I'm just like, why now? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I know I know you. I know you can handle yourself, but you have either you have really great confidence in your training, or you have great confidence that Kimbo Slice Junior. ain't so much Junior. <sighs> either way, I'm gonna support. I just. I want the best for everybody. This is this is what that is. You want the best for everybody. Broken pencil logic with the shit. You can't write this. Right. You can't write this. Mark my words. See what I did there? Fuck the casual fan. Fuck Dave Meltzer. And uh I, I really I can't shouts out to, to Ron Murray, our, our infamous fourth man, because the gas price just went up. <laughs> Boy. I want a good one tonight. It won't, it won't stop going up. Please, so uh, please, please, uh, gun enthusiasts, keep your weapons. I appreciate you having them, but put them shits down. You are gonna learn. Don't fuck it up for everybody. Don't lose sight. Suave, take us to the house. Pencil pushers, observe these nuts <laughs> on your funky ass. <laughs> Heads up. Hey, is, is observing these nuts on the cack? <laughs> Pencils down. <laughs> we getting canceled. We getting canceled. Don't say that in a workplace environment. That's, that's going to work out horribly for you. If you listen to this in a workplace environment, it's already too late. You heard that shit and you laughing your ass off right now, too. <laughs> Just don't, don't say it to your coworker, though. And don't blame us if you do. 